Hello! Welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 184. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside Crash. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Crash, <laughs> you know, you're Two back. weeks in a row. Two, pretty, I mean, pretty excited, you know. It's going to be three I thought weeks. I'd reach a peak in my life like this. I know, I know. It's like, wow. It's almost yeah. like Snowbound Mike can't do this week and next week. Yeah, I know. Uh, Fix definitely picked me over Snowbound Mike. Oh, definitely was, what happened. Yeah, that's you what know? happened. That's exactly yeah. what happened. No, Mike yeah. can't do this week, he said. And he said he can't do next week. It's his birthday week. It's birthday week, so he's doing something or something or the other. So Crash is going to fill in for us, which I'm very thankful for. So thank you, Crash, for being on the show. Appreciate it. My um, pleasure. If you don't know, you can get this show early over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. That is what keeps the lights on. That is where I need your support. So please, if you are uh, someone who listens to the show or supports people on Patreon, please consider supporting me. I would appreciate it. Uh, quick one out to all the people that supported at the Xbox uh, tier fan mail uh, this month. I am in the middle of wrapping them up and we'll get them sent out next week so don't don't worry they are getting sent out um also go subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com slash mcfixer and youtube.com slash my xbox and me um with the whole moving situation again i'm gonna try and i'm actually gonna think about doing xbox content um with like reviews and stuff and i'm gonna move all that but You'll know about it more as time goes on. Don't worry. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Spotify. And the show goes live every single Friday for non-Patreon supporters. Crush, how are you? How are things? I'm doing well. You know, it's like uh, I only spoke to you literally in my Twitch chat a minute ago, but that's not the point. I don't remember that. <laughs> so not a lot's happened in the last time since we spoke but one big thing which is topic of the show this week is all of the borderlands free news that has come out obviously we've had uh the gameplay reveal which we both watched together um yep. and th- before we go through the news of it all initial thoughts what did you think of the showcase what did you think of the showcase of itself obviously gearbox are not they don't usually do these sort of shows for their games right. and stuff like that so is Borderlands big enough? If Borderlands big enough to have its own show like it did, which yeah, yeah, I, I I think so. I think for this one especially, like I think if they did this for pre sequel, it would have left a <laughs> bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I think it definitely has a big enough fan base to warrant something like this. Yeah, and how was it for you? Did you enjoy the presentation? Obviously, they had the, the pre-show with uh, the kind of funny crew, the, the post-show with kind of funny crew, and then obviously the press conference, which was way more um, a gameplay reveal press conference with sort yeah. of some talking through and stuff like that um, with Randy and I forgot the other gentleman's name, which uh, is um, my mistake. Um, what did you think of the presentation of Borderlands 3 gameplay? I thought it was good. I don't think, like, a lot of times when uh, companies come up and they do this type of thing, they have these mic issues or something along the lines, and I don't think they had any of those. They had one moment, which I feel like every game does it, it's multiplayer and co-op, where they have the quote-unquote, like, live commentary. Yeah, And it's, like, it's so forced. And I think the people were trying to make it live, it's just, it's kind of difficult if you're not that personality to sort of... I think it's even harder. It's like, I always say that when, as a live streamer, as live streamers, both of us, we are reacting to content. So we are reacting to what is being made, and we don't know what's going to happen, especially with games that, um like story-driven games, stuff like that. When you have made the game, you literally know what is there because <laughs> you put it there. So, yeah, especially for presentations. Like, they had boxes that weren't supposed to be there in their presentation exactly. that shows you, like, everything was, like, handcrafted yeah. for that. 
so but it so. must be so much it must think make things so much harder to like reenact kind of thing because it's like well i know what i'm doing i don't i know how to best beat this person i know how to best do this i know how to all of it because i created it and yeah it just makes for a really it's sort of like when you watch somebody do a fake reaction to something you're like you know it's off like you watched this before exactly you can always tell when a reaction a reaction uh youtuber has watched the trailer before yeah because they're like they they're waiting for that moment which they know was already coming and they react Mm -hmm. to it it's like just don't bother doing the reaction like seriously it's all good but yeah, that was that was probably the lull. But like, I agree with you. The presentation itself, though, I like the pre-show. Um, it was cool to have influencers on. Obviously, kind of funny. I love kind of funny, so it helps. Um, but it was good to have them on and give their opinions. And obviously, they had three different people in places. Greg enjoys the game. Andrew seemed to be a bigger fan than both of them. And then Fran, who hadn't played the previous games until pre- uh, very recently. Soon, recently yeah. Like, thank you. Um, so yeah, it, it just left. Um, it left. It left me with a in a good place i'll be honest with you i liked what i saw it looks way prettier than uh, borderlands 1 and 2 and we've been playing borderlands 2 so we we know that it definitely does Um, um yeah it was one of the discussions we were having like beforehand like can you make that type of art style actually look better which yeah. obviously you can but i think it was like a pretty significant improvement for yeah. borderlands 2 it, it granted um i don't know if you were playing with the hd patch when we were playing on xbox i believe you so. have an hd patch Okay, I wasn't when we were playing, and I noticed that afterwards. Okay. So, I, just... I, be- I believe so. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Um, what else? The gameplay looks like Borderlands. They've not tried to be Destiny. They've not tried to be Division. They've not tried to be anything but Borderlands, which is exactly yeah. what I wanted. I didn't want... I didn't need a, a, a Destiny Borderlands. Borderlands has its own formula. It is you go in and there are guns everywhere and you're exploring this story which is interesting which i know some people like you may just really figured out what the story is because this presentation but it's an interesting story with interesting funny characters and yeah like it doesn't need to be anything more than that and i'm glad that it's not being any anything more than that yeah um some of the gameplay stuff that they added that were like quality of life stuff like the sliding and the mantling yeah it's nice it ups the pace a bit uh and gets rid of sort of what i felt borderlands one and two had this little bit of clunkiness in the gameplay okay yeah um not really super noticeable it you have to remember when it came out like games back then didn't have sliding mantling was like a rare commodity back yeah so um yeah it's nice it's it's an up-to-date borderlands basically which is what everybody wanted exactly well i think that's what you want from a sequel right that's what you want you want it to progressively get better and that's what it seems like it's done one to two two to three we won't talk about pre-sequel. Um, <laughs> Different studio. Pre-sequel's not even that bad as well. Like, it's not that bad. It's just not what people wanted. Yeah. And I think it's always hard to have an offshoot game. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with, like, uh, if you think about Batman, Batman Origins. But that's people, the best It's your favorite. It's, it's your favorite. Batman. I know that. It's the best Batman game. Like, not true, but, you know, I'll, I'll let that go. It's true um, in my head. It's, it's different if somebody plays it, like, retroactively. Right, somebody who's not with the series as it's coming out, and yeah, somebody well, who plays it afterwards. Yeah, because pre sequels more than likely, and I wouldn't. No, I haven't played pre sequels. More than likely, probably better than Borderlands. Uh, I mean, I played. No? I just played. I mean, yeah, it feels like it feels exactly the same. If I'm being honest, same. Okay, that's why I, I know origins about it. Yeah, like, I don't understand why people really hate on pre sequel. I hate the beginning right. part, but. Beyond that, I've not, I stopped I did not the beginning part. It, so, but I the, tried playing pre-sequel. Yeah, the I beginning couldn't get past the beginning part. It's not that bad. It's, that it's pretty boring. 
Yeah, it is, but it's not that bad. It's not bad enough to stop playing a game entirely, in my opinion. I've played bad <laughs> openings of a lot of games. Oh, uh, okay. gonna be in one. I, I... <laughs> Damn, shots fired. <laughs> Heard that, Sony? Shots fired. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting one, nonetheless. Um, what else? Yeah, there's some. They've obviously quality of life fixes, like you said. Um, new skill tree, new characters, all that, all the stuff you're already yeah. expecting in a new game. Uh, shout out to the new gun perks. They look really fun. Yeah, I love the. Um, the adjustment of being able to change your ammo type. Not that's not really what it is. Alternate fire, right? Alternate fire, exactly. It's kind of ammo type, but like you can have a sniper that can also shoot rocket launchers exactly. and stuff like that. I that's think just... that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It it like really like expands that like normal four weapon slot to something that's technically like eight weapon slots. Well, and it just changes up the fact of like when you get a gun, you're now thinking about it in so many different ways. It's like, oh, it does right. elemental damage, but it can also shoot rockets, and it can also do this, and it can also do that, and it's like, oh, but this one does exactly. better damage, but this does better DPS. Duh, 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 duh. It just and you might not want to stack two guns that have like the rocket secondary. Exactly. So you might want to change that up, yeah. Exactly. Oh. So it's nice, nice little changes that again, I don't think anyone was like, oh, that's what we should have, but now we have them, it's like, oh, that's actually really cool. And yeah. it's something that's why, not why didn't in every we think game. of that before? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I think Borderlands is bombastic enough to be able to have a sniper rifle that shoots out rockets. And yeah, if it's, if it's go, within it, yeah. And people will be like, yeah, cool. Yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah. Like, that, like, that makes no sense. Like, the, the person who's like, it doesn't fit the lore, you yeah. know? Always that one guy who's like, it doesn't fit the universe. <laughs> it's a video game and it's a fake world, but it doesn't fit the world. Of course. Of course. Um, anything else? Obviously, the running guns uh, were really fun. I love. I yeah. love all of the new, um, all of the ones we've seen. The throwing guns, which are what I'll call them. Yeah, when, the when one that bounces. Yeah, then throws it. So obviously, you had the running gun. You had the 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 rubber ball the type thing. Ball, yeah, um, the one that turned into a bunch of mini rockets. Exactly. Yeah, and it just it all looks really cool. All the new weapons they showed off looked really yeah. interesting as well. Uh, you had the one that. You could lock on and then shoot in a different direction, and they just sort yeah. of all lock onto an enemy. That looks really cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I can't really think of anything else. Again, it uh, looked great. Yeah. It, there's not really any like you played Borderlands to basically know what to expect yeah. from this. Probably just a better experience. Yeah. I, the one yeah. thing I am a little bit interested in is the end game and i know that sounds really stupid because i just yeah. said i don't want it to be like destiny or something like that but i am interested to hope there is legendary uh bosses which there have been in the previous game so why right. wouldn't there be um i am interested to see if you could do like an eight person legendary boss though or something yeah. along those um, lines it'll be interesting I, honestly i don't think it'll be in the base no. game i think that might be something they would add in yeah a dlc yeah like oh Probably, probably not even the first DLC. Like, if people really want it, they'll start talking about it. Like, oh, we really want this when it comes out, and maybe they adjust whatever they have planned for the last bit of content. Yeah, I just, I just think I want the game to have longevity, and I just wonder yeah. how they're going to be able to do that beyond just normal DLC packs and stuff like that. Like, right. is there going to be a way for Borderlands Three to become my game that I only want to play that game? Obviously, that's not going to happen for me, but for people in general, right. you know what I mean, so. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to be that, but we'll we'll soon yeah. find that. I guess comes out very soon. Yeah, um, bunch of news to go through anyway about Borderlands Three. Which the one, the first big one I think is Borderlands Three inclu uh, includes loot 
and level scaling, but it can be turned off. As part of uh, today's Borderlands free blowout, IGN had an opportunity to sit down with creative director Paul Sag about how the loot and leveling works for the co-op play. If you're a level 30 player, sorry, quote, if you're a level 30 player uh, comes in and plays in a level 20 player's game, their level, uh, their level, sorry, there's level 30 loot dropping for them. That's the loot in, uh, increasing, said Sage. Uh, but also, uh, they got to be they got to be challenges. So imagine you're a level twenty and I'm a level thirty, and I come into your game and you're fighting level twenty fives. Enemies for me, that's gonna feel like a level thirty five enemy. So all relative to how we're actually playing and what we're actually doing. So that's obviously a big piece here, which is not in the previous games, which we had trouble with literally the other day. Um, we were playing, which we'll talk about in What's in Our Box, but we were playing Borderlands 2, and um, Yami was playing with us, me, Crash, and Yami, and Yami's level 55 and just one-shot yeah. everything. And we're like, can you put on some level 30 gear? Because we're level 30, and everything's level yeah. 30. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like, and then he like, didn't even put on level 30, he put on level 40 gear. Yeah, he sucks, don't worry about him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it just saves that whole, oh, I want to play with my friends, but I'm already too far ahead of them. And oh, yeah. I want to play and with my friends. And you're still progressing your own character. It, you're still getting which your is nice. loot drops, you're still leveling up your character, you're still getting, it's literally just you yeah. in that world, but it still, it still feels like you're playing with everybody else, so. Yeah, I also like, I didn't know that um, if you're a level... 30 uh you're level 30 and you're fighting a level 25 enemy that it upscales them even for the person who's entering i didn't know that yeah yeah it said they did they which did is very that, cool yeah. Yeah. yeah which is, it is cool it is cool it works it's actually it's one of those little things that i think people have wanted for a long long time and i feel like we finally got there in gaming now um, same with division division figured it out perfectly which they had a problem with it when um division one was around division two has totally fixed that um in my opinion i know other people experience yeah. differences but they did balance it way better um yeah. i mean that's always yeah. like a difficult thing to balance yeah. right because some people do like the experience of just like getting carried through some of that 100%. stuff and some people like to uh you know experience the content has it was meant yeah so. and i think but the, the the interesting part here is the fact that it's all uh can be turned on turn off it's the same with um they don't actually go into it here but it's the same with loot or they might do by my whatever i know what i'm talking about um with the yeah. fact that loot boxes now is each you have your own loot i have right. my own loot i can't come running through and steal your loot unless you turn that option back on which yeah. is i think that's really cool because i really hate playing with Haley. i really hated <laughs> it like literally she would go we'd all be playing she would go quiet and you'd be like Where's the chest, Haley? And yeah. you just see guns <laughs> on the floor everywhere. Yeah. And you're like, all the bad stuff. Oh, of course, of course. You know the worst thing about that? It makes you play like that. Oh, you yeah. If there's one person in a group of four that plays that way, you have to play that way. Well, you, you have no choice because, like, it yeah. was like, well, he's gonna get all the best stuff otherwise, and he's not yeah. gonna care. So why should I care? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, sure. it's gonna make for a way better experience. Yeah. And especially for. Uh, people who like grinding out the uniques and stuff like that you can mm -hmm. run in a group and now we're like oh only one unique drop it's like whatever you get I is whatever you get the important one was there was like when you play with randoms if that's what you want to do is the fact that they can't steal your loot anymore which was yeah. definitely something that you would happen like you yeah. go in and then like you'd see as soon as an orange drop everyone just sprinted at oh it. yeah nah, run like, yeah run right yeah. for it well it even happened I mean, with me and we we sorted it out like real men but yeah. um even happened with us <laughs> where yami was like oh i've got an extra uh orange drop who wants it and then was like we'll fight for it there yeah. you go 
we fought Guess for it. Guess who won? Uh, it doesn't matter who won, to be honest with you. True, true, about true, true. About winning and losing, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's about, about fun, the journey, right? If yeah. you didn't use your ult, I would have beat you, so shut the f up. Yeah. You had your ult, did you not use it? <laughs> I can't use my ult on you, I was... I was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I was gonna do? Lift you in the air. And you just stand there. That's not how the game works. Yeah, my robot's still killing you, yeah, but like your robot, you would put up a fight. Yeah, it's stronger than me. Dick. I was rocking level twenty gear. I didn't even realize it at that point. Dick, I was so anyway, far behind. Next up is uh, Borderlands 3's campaign, and apparently it's going to be around 30 hours long if you beeline it. Borderlands 3 campaign, if you beeline through it, will take around 30 hours, as reported by PC's Eurogamer, uh, Borderlands 3 creative director, Paul Sage. Um, I think I'm saying that right. Sage, Sage, yeah, I think so. Said uh, that the main quest for Borderlands 3 will take around 30 hours if you in ignore the numerous side quests and indications to explore every corner of Gearbox Software's latest adventure. Quote, if you beeline through, uh, and I mean beelining through it, it might take 30 hours to complete all of the main story, said Sage. Uh, according to how long to beat, the 30 mark is in line with Borderlands 2, which is currently sitting at average 30.5 hours. Uh, for completion, this Borderlands is sitting at, uh, Borderlands 2, sorry, on average is sitting at 115 hours of loot hunting fun, and the original Borderlands is sitting at 2.5 hours to complete the main story. And Borderlands the pre-sequel, which no one speaks about, averages is around 17.5 hours. So, yes. And, um, oh, there's a couple of bit, few more bits, but 30 hours. Sounds about right. Seems about right for beelining. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I weren't expecting anything more, anything less, if I'm honest right. with you. Especially when they come out and say, this is the biggest Borderlands we've ever built. It's like, okay, good. Just, it took it you five years. It has to be a minimum of 30. So, yeah. Five. Right. <laughs> Yeah, which is a long time. It's a long time. It's yeah, long time it's a very long time. Especially if you think about it. Uh, the time between Borderlands 1 and 2 wasn't no, that long. No. Yeah, so. I mean, it was long enough, but not. I think it was three years, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. But yeah, not five. So hopefully there's, there's there's stuff to show for it. That's the main thing. Um, yeah, next up, one which is important to Xbox One X owners, uh, Borderlands 3 is targeting 60 FPS and uh, 4K on the Xbox One X. The important thing is the 60 FPS. Usually you, we get 30 FPS 4K, yeah. but they're actually targeting 60 FPS 4K on the Xbox One X for those who have a 4K TV. So, important, important. And last but not least, the most important one, which is the one that I'm sure I'll probably put in the title this week, which is 2K confirms Borderlands 3 has cosmetics, uh, cosmetics only purchases following microtransaction confusion. Crash, before we get into the article, what did uh, Mr. Randy say? Mr. Randy Pickford, what did he say? He said there are no microtransactions. Let me read In a quote. way... Let me read Okay, okay, read the During the stream the Borderlands 3, uh, of Borderlands 3, quote, won't have microtransactions or microtransactions free-to-play junk, end quote. That was the quote. I remember yeah. the quote because I was like, oh, that's cool. There's no microtransactions. We, yeah, we talked about it. We mentioned it. <laughs> we were in shock. We were in awe. Well, especially because they just showed emotes. They just showed skins. They were yeah. like... And it's, it's no microtransactions. I'm like, wow, that's actually really cool. That's dope, blah, 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 blah. And then this all comes out, and it's like, there is microtransactions. I'm like, huh, probably don't say the words, won't have microtransactions. Just don't say that. In a it could have been worded so much better. 
It could have, like, I get what he was saying, and he explained what, like, Randy Pitchford explained what he meant. Which, we'll get which into. was, we'll get into that, we'll get into it. Yeah. But for now, I'm like, but do you not, but don't, if you have microtransactions in your game, don't say the statement won't have microtransactions, 100%. or even, or microtransactions free to play junk. What does that mean? What does, yeah. what does that mean? It means that, yeah. in your opinion, there is bad microtransactions, and your microtransactions but- are better than everyone else's bad. But then yeah. don't say the statement won't have microtransactions. He also paints free to play in a really wide net. And not all free to play games are like well, Fortnite pay to win bullshit. Fortnite isn't, uh, Path of Exile oh, isn't, and that's a really grindy games. game, so, you know. Yeah. Like, it's just. Anyway, I'll read. I'll carry on reading. Yeah. Um, but, and, sorry. Paul Sage also told Eurogamer Borderlands 3 would be selling uh, cosmetics, which uh, the publication obviously seemed uh, con. Contradicted uh, Pickford's claim uh, of no microtransactions. Following the bizarre Twitter rant uh, in which pa- <laughs> which uh, Pitchford accused Game Informer of ignoring the context of uh, his no microtransaction comment and seemed to double down on his distinction between cosmetic transactions and free-to-play style microtransactions, such as premium uh, currency and loot boxes. Eurogamer contacted 2K to ask for forever. Uh, for- for verification uh, and Borderlands 3 monetization plans and received the following statement. Quote, Players will have the option to uh, option to purchase certain cosmetic items like character vehicles and skins, but none of these purchases would uh, be considered pay-to-win or impacting on the gameplay like weapons or actual gear. Borderlands 3, uh, end quote. Borderlands 3 will indeed have uh, in-game microtransactions, but these will be in cosmetic form, blah, 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 blah. Um, to go on to the last part here, the statement which also seems to confirm progression affecting XPs and loot boosters, including the Borderlands 3 uh, uh, special editions won't be purchasable in game, which is good. Yeah. Um, this whole thing could have been could have been just cleared up by wording yourself better, right? As someone who yeah. doesn't word himself well, I think you've just got to come out and be like, "Hey, I worded it wrong. I'm sorry. Don't double yeah. down. I don't. I don't feel double yeah. down is ever the right thing to do. No. No. It it, it made him look really bad. He if already I'm being looks honest. really bad all the time. Yeah. Like I. I don't even follow him on Twitter, and that, like, whole rant got on my Twitter feed of people, like, complaining about him complaining about Game Informer. It's like, Game Informer did their job. Yep. Like, they found a contradiction, you said something. Maybe it's not what you meant, but you didn't word it the way you meant. I think it's and just... It happens. I think it's ridiculous to go at people for... for <laughs> doing their job. For doing, well, number one, doing their job, but for picking up what you said. Like... Yeah. Yeah. You said it's no. Not... You said no microtransactions. You won't mm-hmm. have microtransactions. Sorry, is the quote. And I don't care if you follow it up with microtransaction free play. Jo-. Like no, that's again. You're putting your own opinion. You're not you're, right now. It's not meant to be your opinion. You are selling a right. product. You're giving facts. You, you could have said exactly. Only the only microtransactions we'll have in the game are purely cosmetic. They won't be in loot boxes. There will be no premium currency. He could have said that, and people Easy. would have been fine. Done. They would have taken it the same exact way. There would have been no like side glances, yes. no anything. There would have been like the one or two, you know, people who Whatever. complain about everything. Well. But who cares about them? <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I just feel like don't just don't be this person, people. If you're listening to this show yeah. right now or watching this show. Don't be this person. When you make a mistake, just come out and say, hey, I made a mistake. I didn't mean to say it like that. Uh, I'm sorry I left it open. It shouldn't even be open for interpretation. Yeah. Like, 
simple. You, like, it shouldn't even be open. Like, no, I don't think they were in, ignoring context because I literally was proud of that moment. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, yes, I'm with oh, you. that's great. No, what? So, did, so I took it out of context as well because you didn't. Everybody, a lot of people took it out of context. Apparently, exactly. Like, I, I get what he's saying, and I get he wants to like defend something he's making. But, like, course. he's not defending what he's making. He's defending his own words that were misspoken. And he spoke way too much anyway. So he just he interjects so much stuff during the press conference. I was just like, like wow, you didn't like that. it. I didn't like. <sighs> I liked the game. I liked the people playing the game. I don't. I don't know Randy Pickford or Pickford. Sorry. Um, I don't know him personally, so this is nothing against him personally. But it's just like he's so. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Oh duh! And I'm like, it just comes across super fake to me. And it doesn't come across like he's excited. It comes across fake, and maybe that's just my opinion. But. It's just like, oh, like, I I get it. You're trying to sell a product, but the game yeah. is, like, you've already got my eyeballs on this. You've already, all you need to do is really show the game, explain what it is, explain what you're doing. I didn't mind so much, like, the, should we pick this gun or this gun? Oh, we're going to take both. That was fine. But it's like, oh, yeah, man. Oh, I've seen this so many that times, but I've never seen that before. It's like, bullshit. Like, bullshit. I, yeah. Like, no, of course you have. I don't know. For me, it felt kind of like in line with Borderlands. Everything he was saying, everything he was talking about, it, it was in fell line. With I like just the... don't think it, it. I don't know. Maybe it's just him as a person and not on a personal level, but just the way he puts things right. out there into this into the world. That I'm just like, oh, it comes across weird and just. Maybe it was I was rubbed off the wrong way for, because of the first uh, showing of the game and not because right. of the issues, but with the fake. Magic card trip and the all of that just rubbed me totally the wrong way, which I've had people still commenting about it of my Xbox to me a couple of weeks ago, because um, I just I don't I don't like bullshit. This wasn't bullshit. I'm not gonna sit here and say it was. It wasn't bullshit. But we thought just, it was gonna be in the beginning when they oh, when, when it looked like the screenshot. <laughs> we were like, wait, what are they doing? Yeah. Are they gonna, are they doing a slideshow? Yeah, no. We want gameplay. Like, no, 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 no. But yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's just one of them things. But yeah. Let's get into what's been our box crash. What have you been playing the last three days since the last time I spoke to you? Uh, we played some Borderlands 2. We can start there DLC. if you want. Let's start there. Because I haven't played much from different from last week. So. Borderlands 2. The Tiny Tina DLC. Man, yeah. why did I wait so long to play this? Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, conceptually, like we were talking about it, like it is one of the most unique dlc experiences it, yeah like i was saying like, we've not finished it yet and nothing yeah. like that but it might be the most full out piece of dlc i've ever played where it's okay we've got this world to play in what should we do let's play a DD game okay cool when when people were telling because I've, I've never seen any of it of it so when i saw like the opening cuts and i was like oh that's really cool that's really really cool and then they put you in the D&D world, and then Tiny Tina is narrating it all, and the way they're adapting, like, a D&D game in the world, it's just like, wow, you yeah. really thought about this, and yeah, you did and, a really uh, great job with it. There are some really cool bits, like, uh, the one bit where Tiny Tina's like, oh, it's a beautiful day outside, and then the siren Lilith uh, interrupts her, like, uh, wasn't this place just like ransacked or whatever? Shouldn't it be like horrible <laughs> yeah. and messed up? And she's like, she's like, oh yeah, right. And then she changes. And then changes it. And it's like, oh, there's, yeah. there's, go to the local tavern. There's not a tavern. Oh, boom, there is now. The tavern and opens it pops up. up right. and it's like, oh, that's it's cool. Yeah. And it's like yeah. I say, it's very full. It's you can tell that people thought about it. 
and I, I can't say that in much DLC that I've played, um, there's not much apart from Resident Evil 2's uh, story DLC. I think story DLC is different, which I know this is technically story. Um, yeah. But it's such I, a side piece, which um, I don't know, it's just really cool. I really am impressed by it. Honestly, like, I would argue that this could have been its own, like, I don't I know how big it is, but game. it could have been, like, its own $40 experience, like it. Far Cry Primal. Like, this 100% could have fit that. Yeah. Because that's the closest thing I think I can compare it to. Yeah. It takes the core uh, the core game of something mm-hmm. else, and then it sort of just remixes it on its head. Imagine a whole... I know we've we only played about an hour, and we're sort of doing everything that we can. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I could really done with, like, a whole... I could do a whole game like this. Yeah. Yeah. But, It'd be very cool, but... Yeah. That. Would it be the same if they revisit this idea in Borderlands 3? Probably not. I think the magic uh, yeah. of it's gone now. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't not want it, like a oh, continuation 100%. of it or something like that. Maybe right. it ends and then like they're like part two of the board. Like that would yeah. be cool. But um, I think the idea of like how special it is of like, like I said, that whole opening cutscene and then like Brick throws his dice and that kills someone in our yeah. world. And it's like, oh yeah, like it's just cool. It's really cool. So Great. yeah. Um, and I've been playing the pre-sequel. Nothing really more to add on that. I've played this same part of the pre-sequel. I've played maybe five times now. I've got like four different characters at level 11. To tell oh. you I get to the same oh. part every single well. time and then stop. So I think that tells you everything you need to know. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. going to finish it now though. Now after watching all the Borderlands stuff and playing Borderlands 2, I want to do all the Borderlands 2 DLC and I want to finish the pre-sequel. That is, that is my objective, so... I will start doing that. And then I played a little bit more of uh, Avengers Endgame mode. A tiny bit more. Still good. Still enjoying it. Still, still fun. Yep, still the same. Okay. Still fun. Nice. Still fun. Added, they added a ton of challenges. If you do all the challenges, you get this cool um, glider. That I'm like, hmm. I do don't I really want this glider right now. But I guarantee when I come on Fortnite next, and like it's gone. <laughs> I'm going to be like, where's the? why has everyone got this glider? Why don't party? I have that one? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, hmm, maybe I should just go for it. Maybe I should. Um, let's jump into the news this week, Chris. Not much, which is why we asked for a ton of emails, which I'm sure we have, which we'll find out later. But first piece of news, Halo Marsh Chiefs Collection uh, will have cross-progression and cross-play is being evaluated. Uh, quote progression unlock stats etc will carry over between console and pc in terms of playing uh, crossplay together not planned for launch but it is something the team uh, is accounting for and will evaluate over time so i know people are going to be excited for that so i thought i would give yeah. that piece of news are you thinking about getting master collection on pc when it comes um no i haven't played enough on console to really like warrant getting it on pc I, I agree. I'm exactly the same. I mean, I bought it at launch, and then I've not touched it. So This will be for people. People are super excited. I about say this, that. I've played through cool. the whole of Halo 1 and 2. Have you? I believe so. Yeah. I, to be fair, I get a hard rap for not liking Halo, because I don't love... You know, like, people love Halo. Yeah. And I just don't love Halo. I love Gears of War. Like, yeah. that's my game of the two. And, like... I've yeah, but I played one and I've, I've definitely beat one and I've definitely beat two, definitely. I have to check my achievements. I've also played a bit of five or half of five, so I've played Halo. Everyone like gives me a hard time, but I've played Halo. All right, guys, I know all I... about the, the gun with the spiky things, and I know all oh, about yeah. the, so, the dual. Wow, you know it, but 
I'm so surprised you know the gun names, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go with the yeah. spiky things. It's so nice. Go with the spiky things. I know about all of them. I think it's called a splinter gun, isn't it? Something like that. Something like that. Uh, next up, new Halo game will be revealed before the end of June. Uh, the next Call of Duty game will be revealed within the next two months during Activision's um, financial call, which discussed the results of the company's first quarter in 2019. It was confirmed that the next game in a long-running series would be revealed later on in, uh, in 2019's second quarter. So, new Call of Duty coming. We already knew that because of last week's NFL spoilery stuff, but cool they're talking about it. Yeah. Big piece of news here, Gresh. I don't know if you saw this one. Bioware is 100% committed to Anthem, despite key staff leaving project. Bioware has stated it remains 100% committed to Anthem, despite speculation that the studio is reducing support for the game and moving resources into development of Dragon Age 4. Lead producer on Anthem, Michael uh, Gamble, retweeted Chad Robinson's uh, Bioware head of live services, who empathizes that the studio's uh, complete commitment to Anthem. Uh, Gamble's notes that speculation around Bioware's support for the sci-fi shooter is incorrect and the commitment to the project remains strong. Speculation over Bioware's support for Anthem comes in why uh, comes in the wake of reports claiming that <laughs> claiming that major players in the game's development team have moved off the project and on to the upcoming Dragon Age title. Games Radar reported that the executive producer Mark Dareth uh, I think that's right. Uh, led uh, lead director Jonathan Warner and Mark uh, Michael Gable has all stopped working on Anthem. Although Warner is set to return after a sabbatical, Chad Robinson and the lead producer Ben Ivan are now the people uh, to talk to regarding the future of Anthem, according to a tweet from Gable. Gamble. Gamble. Sorry. Thank you. That game's fucked. I. <sighs> That game's fucked. No, okay. I'm so, not saying the right. people working on it are bad, but I'm saying that game's fucked. Okay. They're, they're, EA are already... EA are behind this. Probably, yeah. EA are like, I, hey, hey, this, this is sold well. It sold well. People are not planning it. No it's way. not going to keep putting getting money. I think it's a bit of both, where it's like Bioware is kind of like worried about their future themselves. Oh, they're Because they've, ha- they've missed quite a few as of late. So what, and they need a but, home run. So it was Andromeda? Andromeda this. and this. And what was before Andromeda? Uh, Drag- uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Before Was that before? After 3? Yeah, you're right, it was. Yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition, which did good. Yeah. But it also had a, it also had some jankiness. It was like the start of the jankiness. And it all goes back to the Frostbite, Frostbite engine. Get rid of it. Look, get rid of it. Look, when you oh, pay man. out a lot of money for an engine, bro, you ain't just gonna get rid I, of it. I get it. But like you're losing, you're losing money. I you're mean, losing mind share, which is also pretty big. Yeah, for like my- when it came to sci-fi and fantasy games, like EA had so much of the mind share. They had Bioware. Bioware had sci-fi. Bioware had fantasy. They had everything people wanted, and now it's like people over there are doing stuff. <laughs> Let's go check <laughs> out. <laughs> people over there are doing stuff. Yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, I think this game's fucked. Personally, in my opinion, I think that. They are going to try their hardest to get Anthem players' content and the fixes it needs, but no bueno. Yeah. They so it sold well enough. On to the next. Do you think there's a possibility of this ever getting a sequel? No. No. Okay. No. This is this wasn't meant to have a sequel. 
This was yeah. meant to continue oh, no, I, with, I with content. I remember them saying at E3, I think it was, where it's like, we're going to deliver story upon, uh, expand the sport story, which now looking back in retrospect is, we don't have a long story. We're going to give you more story and it's free because there's not much here. It's like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Though. That all makes a lot um, of sense. Yeah, no, I'm from dead. Really a shame. That gameplay. I still stand by, like, that's the gameplay, like, just purely from, like, a gameplay aspect probably one of the funnest experiences this year this gen this gen definitely yeah. definitely but yeah. everything else that comes with it not yeah. there it's a not shame real shame really next up sega refocusing on existing ip responses a response to falling profits following an earning slip uh yeah, slip. Sega is gearing up to reforce on its refocus on its existing IP like Persona, Sonic, and Yakuza, and avoiding developing too many new ones. As reported by T Tweak Town, Sega's financial 2018 earnings saw profits drop for 70% to 23 million, and its road uh, to 2020 map of games earnings have fallen due, uh, apart due to the marketing uh, miscalculations. Too many games in development, lack of sales performance, and game delays. In response, Sega will refocus on the previous mentioned IPs and may also throw in a remaster or re release or two uh, and potentially bring over. Uh, bring over more of its key franchises uh, games overseas why did i add this story not because i care about sega because i don't not because i care about them losing money because i don't that means we should see finally we should see yakuza come to xbox and persona come to xbox because the only thing that makes sense here now is the fact that they need money so why not put it everywhere cool you're pulling faces I, I don't disagree. It, I just... I think those franchises have such a long-running history with Sony that I'd, I'd imagine there's some sort of deal in the back end that would so stop So did Kingdom this. Hearts. Okay. That's fair. This is the first Xbox game, uh, Kingdom Hearts game we've ever got on Xbox. Who cares? People know about Persona. Xbox fans would love Persona. Would it sell as well as PlayStation? True. No. But do you need to sell more copies? Yes. Would it sell enough to warrant the port? The port, yes. Okay. Definitely. I, I, th yeah, I think it would as well. Definitely. I was just... Yakuza, uh. especially Yakuza, especially with no uh, Sleeping Dogs being gone. I would love to play Yakuza. All of them. Yeah. On my Xbox. All the spin-offs like, nah, spin and everything. No, yeah. Why not just port them over? Nah. Like, there's, yeah. there's just no reason not to. Like, Very surely true. they'll make their money back nonetheless. And then when the next big game comes out... The next Yakuza, the next Persona. So Persona 6 and Yakuza 6? I think that's uh, right. They did 0. I wouldn't be the person to... They did 0. I think, I one, think it's I 6. I think it's 6. So two six sixes, already come out? Whatever, it doesn't matter. This is a Yakuza but game. If they, re if they brought out... Maybe, I don't think we'll get Persona, because I'm clearly there's something going on there with Sony. There's something going yeah, on there. Cause Xbox only get the offshoot games. They don't get the numbered games. I don't yeah, know what's Even with like... The Persona S was Persona Scramble. It wasn't even Persona. Like, the Switch was rumored exactly. to get in. It didn't get it. Yeah. So I don't think there's a big opportunity for Xbox getting if, that. If, if Switch get Persona 4, uh, 5, Xbox I think Xbox it. gets it as well. I think it'll be like a whole whatever. This is My gold, uh, Persona, Persona 4 Golden gold. or whatever. Yeah. The equivalent of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I just don't... I, I think this has to happen now. They're, fake, they're losing money. So why not yeah. put it everywhere? This should be on PC as well. 
Yeah, I I 100% agree. I just um, don't understand Sega, why, like, especially they're selling going to bring it overseas, so it's like, get it everywhere. Why would you cut out one of the main platforms? You yeah. I, I mean, overseas is also, like, a key part. Like, one of the main reasons that it stayed Sony only was because Ooh, it doesn't sell well in Japanese. Japan. Exactly. You know, so, um, yeah. But yeah, we will see. We will see. Next up, World War Z's Season 1 free update roadmap has come out uh, from May, June, and July. And it goes a little something like this. You've got a new Tokyo mission to add along with the uh, content that's there. New zombie. Uh, you've got extreme difficulty level. A new mode, which is going to be a weekly challenge mode. New weapons. Uh, new weapons. Um, new character skins and new character uh, accessories. What I will say is I'm glad that this game's getting content, more content, because it would yeah. have been very easy for them to cash in on World War Z the way they yeah. did. Cheap game, well done, and boom, done, we out. Yeah, because it was big it. for like a week. It, it they take that, the profit, and just walk away. They could have 100% done that. Exactly. So I'm really happy there's more content coming. I want to get back to it and play it. Um, I've still got a copy to give away, uh, but no one wanted it. I did say if you email in, myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com, I might consider giving it away there. Did we get emails? I don't know. Maybe. We'll find out. We'll find out. And uh, last but not least piece of news, which is the May 2019 Xbox Game Pass games, which go a little something like this. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, Wargroove, For the King. Oh, sorry. Let me do that all again, but with the dates. Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, May 2nd. Wargroove, May 2nd. For the King, May 7th. Surviving Mars, May 9th. Tacoma, May 9th. Black Desert, May 9th. The Surge, May 16th. And Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham, May 16th. Xbox Game Pass is amazing. Yeah. Is amazing. It is getting really, really good games. Like, really, mm-hmm. really good games. Like, there's no reason to not have Xbox Game Pass anymore if you are not someone that buys games on a frequent basis and you're yeah. okay to wait around for not the newest of games. Even some mm-hmm. of the games that have gone in there have been pretty new, though. Yeah, especially like if you can't afford to get all the newest games, ten bucks a month, um, get access to everything on There's Game no Pass. Reason not There's to. a large library of content there. The one thing um, I do think they need to do better is curating it. I hate the way it's the way it is at the moment in the actual library. I look at it every now and then to find just games that I've missed and stuff like that. Because um, I, I always read them out and I'm like, oh, I should play this game. I should play this game. And then you go through and it's just tiles of everything. And I'm like, oh, I right. wish we could yeah. get shooters, RPGs, duh, 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 like yeah. really curate the content like it's Netflix. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. It so, would be nice. That would be cool. Uh, moving on, Xbox Games with Gold uh, this month for April. You've got how do I say this? More Amorons, Marooners, uh, Marooners from uh, from May first to May thirty first. The Golf Club twenty nineteen featuring PGA Tour from May sixteenth to June fifteenth. Uh, Earth Defense uh, Force uh, Instinct Armageddon. Uh, Sorry, Insect Armageddon, thank you very much, from May 1st to May 15th, and Comic Jumper from May 16th to May 31st. Games with gold this month are trash! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really bad month. Re- we're, uh... It's weird because Game Pass is getting better and Games with Gold seems to be getting worse. I think that's like sort of the trade-off they have to do. I think it makes is... sense, right? It costs capital probably to get stuff of onto Game Pass and onto Games with Gold. And like Games with Gold is them giving away a game where Game Pass is like, here, you can rent our title and put it you on your service. Give away a game? Or... 
you know what I mean. <laughs> I didn't say give away a game for free. I need you. For Did I say the word week. free? I need you. I need you for another week. I'll let it go. I'm gonna let it go. Okay. I'm allowed. <laughs> yeah. I'm just because you need me for another week. Next week, so I'm allowed. Okay. We got right. one email. We got two emails, but one of them I can't read out. Odozo, shout out to you. Loved your email. N- can't read that out anywhere near close to. Needs to be way closer to E3 before we get to those questions, dude. Way closer to E3. But we did get one email, and it goes a little something like this. Remember, email in my Xbox Me podcast at gmail.com. Stu, I'm talking to you. Moody, I'm talking to you. Where's my homies at? My boys, my my Twitch streamers, my day ones, my yeah. I'm just going on the ramp right now. You you know what it is, fix what? They're in your Twitch chat all the time. They so have a question, you're right there. That's Bang, true, but that's just... not Xbox related. You know what I mean? It's I, like, I'm, what I about feel Mac? you. What about I, Snow by Matt? They don't like Mike. They I don't like you. you. Man, um, they didn't know I'd be on again. To you know fair, that's what it is. The, Stu, shout out email. He's on next week. week. Everyone, Chris is get, on next week. Get, yeah. So. If no emails come in, it's gracious for me. I'll go ahead. This email is <laughs> something like this. I enjoy your podcast and I really like zombie games. I'm a big fan of State of Decay 2 and I believe I would like World War Z. MC Fixer and Snow by Mike are my favorite hosts. Good luck to you and thanks for the podcast from David. David, thank you so much for the email. I appreciate it. Definitely pick up World War Z if you've not played it because it's a great game, especially for zombie game lovers. If you love zombies... You will love World War Z. And especially with, like I was just saying, with the roadmap stuff that's coming out. And definitely worth picking up. It's cheap. It's affordable. And it's worth playing. So, David, thank you for the email. Remember, everyone can email him. Myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Chris, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of it. How the hell did we stretch that out to 45 minutes? We did a good job there, bro. That wasn't a lot of content to talk yeah, about. We did a good job. We did a good job. What you got to plug yeah. this week? Uh twitch.tv forward slash and at crushnick plays at twitter on twitter usual guys you know if you've got amazon prime you've got twitch prime remember every 30 days and i need to stress this because people keep saying to me i'm already subscribed there's no controller next to your name you got a blue crown subscribe son of a guns remember every 30 days you need to subscribe if you're not subscribed to this guy subscribe to that guy um and yeah thank you all for listening to the show uh, apologies for last week's lateness but it went up and this week will be up on time thankfully unless i forget somehow uh, until next time i will love you leave you and see you all later goodbye boy